0: The following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, I've heard it said that everybody loves a hero, and uh, I think we do, that we, we like I to do. do that, and I know you particularly like the <laughs> underdog many times, and, but uh, with our heroes, uh, not, it, it doesn't always turn out uh, well. It, it, they're mm-hmm. not always who they seem to be.
1: Well, when you say that, I'm thinking about the World Series, which is going on right now, and uh, um, there was an all-American hero. Um, some say he was the greatest baseball player of all time, and that would be Mickey Mantle. He, he really did have it all, fame, fortune, millions of fans. And on the day of his high school graduation, he signed with the world-renowned New York Yankees, and uh, that thrust him into the the road, at least, to, to stardom. Uh, statistics were phenomenal. Um, 536 career home runs, three Most Valuable Player awards, um, career batting average of two hundred seven World Champions championships, um, baseball's triple crown. Uh, leading the entire major league in the highest batting average, most home runs, and most runs batted in. Mm -hmm. And 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 I say that, yet um, I was just a kid when his accomplishments were so strong. I just knew his name. But uh, in the midst of all of Mickey Mantle's accomplishments, um, there was... There were dangerous parts of his lifestyle, uh, alcoholism um, well it, it, it literally was poison to his life, and um, he knew what it was to be an addict. Many people felt that if he had not had this what could what he could have continued to be as a player. Way beyond even what he he did, that he would be able to do so much more. And um, years ago, I wrote about Mickey Mantle in our material on alcohol and drug abuse, breaking free and staying free. And uh, we do tell his story, um, just he, he finally realized. Uh, And it took hitting rock bottom after 40 years of alcohol addiction from Mickey Mantle to to, uh, turn from substance abuse. Um, He was broken, bitter. His body was deteriorating, memory lapsing, family crumbling. Mickey did what everyone thought was unthinkable for him. He entered into a rehab. And he, he said, I couldn't go on living the way I was drunk and sick and depressed, covering up with lies, this is a direct quote, trying to remember where I was going or where I had been. So here you have this man who inspired so many, yet now he was, if you will, broken down, but he was accepting responsibility for the first time, For his poor choices, he even said, God gave me a body, an ability to play baseball, and that's what I wanted to do. I was just, it was just wasted. I've been given so much, and I blew it. The greatest switch hitter of all time, um, that's what he was known as, he said, I want to start giving something back. It seems all I've done is just take. And listen to this. Then he gave this gut-wrenching warning. Don't be like me. Don't be like me. And uh, there, there was someone who was very close to him, Bobby Richardson. I'd met Bobby Several times, who he, he was again a New York Yankee, and who uh, was a strong Christian, who loved him, prayed and prayed and prayed for him, and the, one day he called Bobby Richardson, and he said, uh, "Bobby, I've been wanting to tell you, I have trusted in Christ as my Savior." I mean, that was just amazing. I mean, there were, he, he, Bobby had poured into him and uh, stood by him at all kinds of crisis times. And three days later, on August 13, 1995, Mickey Mantle died. But now he was a healed man. He was healed physically, delivered from dependency, no longer suffering the pain and anguish of a of a diseased, rav- ravaged body. He was healed spiritually. Every single sin Mickey Mantle ever committed was fully forgiven by Christ. At Mickey Mantle's funeral, Bobby Richardson told 2,000 mourners and a, a, nation, a national uh, TV audience, there were only two groups of people, those who, those who said yes to Christ and those who said no. And he added that since none of us knows when we will face our own final ending of death, saying maybe is now really just the same as saying no. But in the final ending of his life, he was home.
2: If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies, on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth, and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check
3: out the resources for you at junehunt.org. Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates, and of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied.
0: Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You were listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, and we'd like to thank you for your prayers in support of this ministry. If you have any questions about tonight's topic, as June was uh, speaking from the Keys for Living called Alcohol and Drug Abuse, we'd uh, like to get you in touch with that uh, that particular resource, if that would help you. And uh, you can call our customer support team. Actually, any topic that you'd be interested in, we have over 100 Keys for Living that uh, will help you address your situation. Customer support will be happy to help you with that and just get the right materials into your hands. Our information on alcohol and drug abuse The key is called Breaking Free and Staying Free. And again, customer support is available by calling 800-488-HOPE. That's anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. That number again, 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. Let's turn to our caller for tonight, and we have listening on WJPG in New Jersey. We welcome tonight, Barry.
1: Well, hello, Barry. Welcome to HOPE.
4: Hi June, how are you? I'm
1: Thanks blessed for to
4: me. Talk. Happy Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> well, Day.
1: I, I'm kind of glad that's over. <laughs> thank, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Well, how can we help you?
4: Uh, I just don't. Uh, I just feel like I've, I've been on the threshing, threshing room floor for a while now. Mm. I'm just wondering uh, what God has in store for me.
1: Well, what's happened in your life?
4: Uh, I, I moved out of the area. I got. Got married, got divorced, wound up homeless down south for the first time in my life. I was scared to death. Uh, and I came back home, and I missed Hurricane Sandy, which well, that, that was a blessing. And I'm uh, just trying to get back on my feet again. I want to return to work. I had a stroke. I'm not mm. disabled. I just lost the, the vision in one eye. Anyhow, I just mm-hmm. want to get back on my feet again and asking the good Lord to help me.
1: Wow. So you had a stroke. Uh, did, how long did that impact you?
4: Uh, it still has. Uh, I lost my peripheral, yep. peripheral vision in my left eye, mm-hmm. but I don't have any paralysis or, or loss of uh, hands or motion or function or anything like that. Just get a little bit forgetful here and there, you know.
1: Well, you are blessed in that respect. Yeah,
4: absolutely. Wow. Well. Well, I can walk up to two miles a day at a time without being too weary. Wow. I uh, just want to return well, to the workforce uh, next season.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, would you share with me your age?
4: I'll be 65 in May.
1: Okay. All right. And so uh, what what have you enjoyed doing like, uh, let, well, let me ask this, first of all, let, forget about that, qui- I'll, I'll come back to that question. I, I want to know, what, right now, is your passion in life?
4: Uh, I'm an artist, artist and a cartoonist, and I, I want to draw for a living. Wow. Also, so a <laughs> certified pastry chef. Certified pastry chef. Now,
1: now, everybody, you've got you've got two areas that people love, <laughs> the sweets part, uh, but uh, so, sounds like your sweet spot is actually in your drawing and your creativity. You're a creative guy. Mm. Yes, ma'am. So, has there been a meaningful outlet for? Your art.
4: Uh, yeah, I, t- I have a cartoon character. He's copyrighted. I did the poor man's copyright. Mailed my drawings to myself. And
5: mm-hmm.
4: uh, I just want to, want to get him out there. Okay. Before he winds up on the Internet somehow.
1: Mm-hmm. Got yeah. it. You mean as in stolen by somebody? Uh,
4: stolen or, or yeah. that's why I did the copyright first.
1: Sure, sure and um do you have a client clients or an outlet right now or have you had that in your life where you worked and were able to have your art and I'm calling it art because it is an art um and uh, and a gift um to 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 an outlet where you've been employed regularly with your art?
4: Uh, no, not, not not as of yet, but I, I keep hoping.
1: Okay. Okay, so what you're saying is you know you have this gift and you've got your ideas that are um, developed, but you need that outlet of uh, and the right... Uh, relationship. Hmm. So uh, now you said uh, it sounds like there were some definite ups and downs. Um, and, and I'm, I hear that I got married, I got divorced, um, had a stroke. Those are uh, that's that's a major challenge, but. Before that, uh, talk to me about your young adult life. What was going on there?
4: Uh, I came down to the area as a twenty-year-old, a 20 right out of Texas tech, tech School, mechanical drawing school, mm. and had uh, mm-hmm. straight A's. Was looking forward to getting a real, real job, mm-hmm. and uh, I wound up working in a bicycle repair shop for ten summers. Mm. And just loved the family I worked for. It was like working for your own family. Wow. So they they, they encouraged me to go to culinary school. You know, to get a real job. At, as, a, as my boss was sick and he was retiring, he later died. He was like a father to me. Mm. But uh, before he died, he suggested I go to culinary school, and I got straight A's in culinary school. And I've been doing that, that as a, a way to make a living working at okay. restaurants ever since. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So that is your your fallback.
4: One one passion, that's my fallback. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Restaurant business.
1: Okay. Well, I think there'll always be people who are gonna be needed and wanted. Um, certainly people keep eating and um I've not known people who live who don't continue to eat. So, <laughs> um, <Sure. laughs> but uh, and so okay. Then, as you sounds like you had people that believed in you and supported your your ambition, and you 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 listened to counsel, which is huge. A lot of people don't listen at all, Barry, to counsel. And yet you did. And that has sustained you for income. What else was going on in your life?
4: Well, as I mentioned, the stroke kind of forced me into a quick retirement that I wasn't uh, emotionally and physically ready for. I used to run the beach six miles a day every day, and mm. I, now I can only can barely hobble two miles. So it's it, it's been an emotional adjustment as far as uh, you know, sweating out anxiety and 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 pain and stuff like that. I don't have that physical outlet anymore. but That makes it difficult, you know. To, if I walk a mile to the store, then the next day I'm, I'm hobbled up.
1: Mm. So you're saying though getting old is no picnic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we adjust, and so so what you're you're saying is you had the stroke. It sounds like you said you were forced into retirement, and yet, I think I'm hearing though that there has been improvement. Is that right?
4: Yes, it's correct. Okay. So parents are better i'm I'm more ready to go back to the challenge of uh, drawing for a living okay and uh using my my god given talents to my best of my ability
1: is there anything that is um keeping you from moving uh, forward
4: yes uh personal blocks in my mind uh just, just the fact that I don't think I, I would be good as I was at a drawing, and I would get to, into about a depression over that or something like that, that effect. But I haven't really given myself a chance. You know I mean, I have to get some supplies and get back down into it.
1: So what you're needing to do, it sounds like, is to get on a schedule and see if you can keep that schedule... Of, of writing, of drawing, and because you're, it sounds like you've got a question. Well, can you, main, is it maintain the pace that you would need to have for your, the, I'll, I'll, I'll say the creative part, or is there anything keeping you from the culinary school? Um I means mean culinary school, the culinary work.
4: Uh well the a physical part of it, I can't do it on on my feet for eight, ten, twelve hours a day like I used to. Ah. but the uh but the the artwork is is more more of a fashion than the culinary school. Yes. I didn't want to be a starving artist. I wanted to be a successful artist. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So I put myself to culinary school so I would always have something neat mm mm-hmm. to it. stay, a place to stay. So,
1: okay, yes, and that, I,
4: that was what was suggested to me by Vince at the bike shop. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. And so it sounds as though, and uh, but this, you, you already know this that you need to be seen. Your your work needs to be seen by others, and that means. Um, determining who the audience would be and it could be the the cartoon is it specifically the cartooning that that you're talking about that is the greatest joy okay so it would be um, okay well I'm gonna ask this if you could work anywhere where would that be, for for this particular thrust, for the cartoon work?
4: Uh, probably Disney. Disney. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
4: Walter, the great late late great Walter Disney. Mm-hmm. Or is his son? I think his sons have taken over.
1: Yeah, there are a number of things that have changed with Disney, uh, but certainly. They're known for the creative. Okay, I would I would look at the major three areas, um, and my my well, when we come back, let me just mention something that I I can't imagine that you wouldn't have already thought to do this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna mention what I think could be very effective. And um, I I respect your talent, by the way. I've I've seen amazing work uh, that, that actually makes people think, but it also captures their imagination with this type of phenomenal art.
3: Do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken? You want to throw them a lifeline, but sometimes you just don't know how. Lifeline to Hope is a brand new one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you. Using video-based instruction from leading experts, plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community. Be the person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. lifelinetohope.org.
2: If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies, on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org.
0: You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We'll get back to our caller in just a moment. If you have any questions or concerns about uh, tonight's topics, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and uh, they can help you access the right resources. You might be interested in the, in our keys for living called Purpose in Life, Pinpointing Your Priorities. And uh, that and many other resources are available by calling our customer support team at 800 488 HOPE. That's 800 488 4673. If you'd like to email them, you may do so at customer support at HopeForTheHeart.org. Customer support at HopeForTheHeart.org. Ask any questions you have regarding topics and resources discussed in tonight's program, and they'd love to hear from you and answer back what, uh, what materials might be best for you. Well, let's get back to our conversation now with Barry.
1: Well, my friend, obviously there are different kinds of cartoons. There are different kinds of art that, Can what's interesting about what you've described is you people can use their imagination and add to what you would present by virtue of even uh, if they have a particular passion. What I'm thinking about is I'm I'm thinking about uh, a man many years ago um i was probably in my 20s and 30s and this his name was jack ham and he was an artist who would do work for uh they there would be uh drawings that he would do that would reflect truths uh they were he was a strong christian and he would um highlight what was going on in the world and would be this would be in a um, like a denominational magazine and he happened to be in our church in the church I had uh, come to Christ in and um but uh in multiple times I would see his work different places uh he had a son I was a youth director and he had a son uh and so I would know him from a different in a different way too but my point is like I'm thinking about if you had different messages see because Jack had he would do certain things for this magazine but then he would also uh I would see his work in other outlets and um I'm I'm just wondering um and of course finding the right marriage if you will between an entity that would like to have that creative uh outlet that creative uh display and you know is is a, a huge um, benefit and and what that means is, are there certain things, are there certain subjects, um, in in certain areas that you would feel passionate about? Yes. Like and The other thing you
4: mentioned, you know, the, the, the discipline, I have to get back to the, the, the discipline of creating every day, whether it looks good or not, you know, just for the outlet of it, or the, the, of the discipline itself.
1: Mm-hmm. If
4: that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, oh yes, of course. Well, like, for example, what Like
4: creative
1: what kinds... writing, is the same, it's the same. Yeah. What, what, what... <laughs> Okay, i'm gonna i'm just gonna throw out some things some people are um okay i'm, I'm gonna tomorrow night be with a pro-life group and um i've got to be on a panel and and everything and so was just before coming um and there's an organization called Concerned women for america and i'm meeting up with them to i'm not sure what i'm doing but I'm gonna be on this panel but but the point is um you know there there are those who are interested in values now, the question I would have is, are there any values that you in particular would want to um, that that would lend to you being excited about and, and and wanting to do that kind of drawing, or not surely, really? Uh, okay. What 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 values?
4: Uh, well, i like to put my my Christian values are at the forefront and my uh, moral values.
5: Uh huh. I
4: don't want to sell out to uh, just for financial gain, so to speak.
1: Uh huh. Well, just a thought. Like there are a lot of different Christian um, magazines um, or organizations, and if they were to see examples of your work, that would align up. If they if they liked the artwork, and they might think you know. I would you know we we could really use something like this because I know magazines, um, periodicals uh, they like to have creativity uh-huh. and they like they like uniqueness uh, so a th- a thought would be to get a look at um, different periodicals that you like or that you and it may be that you would go to certain people whether it's a pastor or a leader who is very connected and I mean I I had somebody come to me they presented a, a whole lot of things that dealt with our logo now I didn't go that direction but I thought this is very clever what they did they showed me all the kinds of things to do that they could do with the name hope for the heart or hope hope in the night and i i remember thinking i would never have thought of doing something like this at that time we uh we we did not have a need but sometimes you present something and then 3 years later you know somebody can come back you know i've been thinking about what you presented uh, it, these are just but but it would be something that you would have you feel passionate about i think that that would be something that could be a joy um and especially when there is um an established organization and it, it could it could be a, a a ministry, there are all kinds of ministries. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of ministries. and it depends on if they have periodicals that they produce, um, and they would want to have creative expression uh, through it, with the values, that they would espouse. Does anything come to mind that you can think of in that vein? Like any oh. any periodical that you or magazines that you can think of, right, at, just offhand.
4: Well, I was in I was in the hospital for a little bit on my birthday last year, and uh, I came across a hardback copy of a. Uh, New Yorker cartoons I'm a New Yorker
5: Uh huh.
4: and they had this contest in, within the book itself of uh, if, you, if you guess the captions of the cartoon and it was really interesting because they had, they had all, all different insights and whatnot and you never knew what the caption would be but you, you had to add your own but I thought that was yeah, fascinating
1: just, yeah, yeah that's clever I've never... Heard of that, but that immediately I can picture uh,
4: the New Yorker my mom yeah. used to clip cartoons from the New Yorker when I was a child and keep them in our wallet and mm. when we got bored or whatever we in the office or whatever, waiting for something she would with me the cartoons from the our wallet she, they were very special to her the ones she carried, and at some point, somebody stole her wallet from the accident ward in Philadelphia. Oh. And, uh, so she would lost him forever.
5: Oh, she had a poor wow. leaf
4: clover in there too, June.
5: It mm. was
4: a special, a special part mm-hmm. of her, her being in her soul. Wow. She's now. i having mom passed away eighteen years ago, on March ninth of ovarian cancer. Wow. And I was her baby. I was her youngest. Mm. So I was. I lost a best friend, a mentor, and I think she's a saint.
1: I love, I love how Thank you John, talk about John your Marie. mom. Mm. Uh, By the way, are I'm you a part of... I'm dealing
4: with that, and her birthday just passed, October 26th, so wish her a happy birthday in heaven.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: Look, and, and It'll be listen, 9, 91. Wow, well, yeah, that's precious. Are you a part of a church?
4: Uh, yes, uh, I go to Seville United Methodist Mm-hmm. South Jersey.
1: I just wonder if...
4: A little if, tiny church right around the corner.
1: I would go oh, to your corner. pastor and tell what your thoughts are and how you uh, would want to... Um, and, and, you know, there are people who are around a lot of other people, and... Um, a lot of times they can be very creative. Um, there are people in every church that will that are leaders that could potentially even uh direct you uh to say, "Well, what about this? What about that You know because that they're local and it can be uh hugely beneficial. Because you know, sometimes if you can get your foot in the door. In fact, I've often thought um, if you know where you would want to ultimately, if if you could work, you know, someplace. Uh, now you mentioned Disney, but I'm I'm just I'm just saying to get your foot in the door of an organization. Many times you start one place and then, I I say it this way, the cream rises to the top. My grandmother used to say that. The cream always rises to the top. Well, you have this talent and then because of just who you are, when people come into your life, you learn things. Um, you, You see talents that they have and that can lead to the next thing. It's, it's not necessarily going to the top place that everybody would want to go to, but you can earn the right to literally have your work here in a, in a smaller place, a smaller footprint.
2: If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies, on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org.
6: As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800 Night 17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now. 800-644-4817. 800-644-4817.
0: You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and your continued support of this ministry. We thank you for that. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They can help guide you to God's hope through our resources. I want to recommend to you the keys for living called employment, getting the right job, and Keeping It. And that's available as well as many other titles as you talk to customer support at 800-488-4673. That's 800-488-HOPE. If you'd like to speak with June about a specific situation in your life on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, we welcome your call at 800 seventeen. That's 800- N-I-G-H-T seven And when you call, leave a detailed message for us. We'll get back to you as soon as we can to schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. That's 800-917- 800-644-4817. Now let's return to tonight's conversation with Barry.
1: Well, Barry, I want to ask, do you have a really uh, I'm going to say a complete, a a sharp presentation, a portfolio.
4: I have oil, I do cartoons and oils, and I have oil paintings on film as I use a portfolio.
1: So if somebody says, um, okay, I'm interested, but show me your work. Uh,
4: exactly yeah.
1: this because this is vital, and um it do you believe it has the best of of displaying That's what like, you can do yes okay
4: it's a complete collection and uh, I over the years I've given uh, a lot of my artwork away various uh lady friends and, and the people that I love, who I knew would appreciate it.
1: Yes. Well, here, what we're talking about so my, is... My
4: immediate collection is kind of limited, but if I can get it all on film, I'd have a nice portfolio.
1: I think you need to have that, where... Um, in fact, I'll, I'll, I'll just say that there was a team member of ours who... Uh, Left to be at another city so she could deal with, help help her elderly parents and uh, then i but I met this son who uh, is an illustrator, and uh, when I heard what he was interested in um, and it was very much what you've just talked about, and so I knew he needed so i, I mean I, I i was willing to do something to help him but the point is um that 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 portfolio is is essential because that's the first thing they're going to want to see and they that way they can tell if your work is in line with their entity. Again, um, uh-huh. you know, you just think of the many thousands of of uh, nonprofits, just nonprofits. But there are for profits, you know. But uh, and people are looking for creative outlets. But I mean, they are creative. Um, Expressions that could fit their their organization, and I think it's a matter of being able to get uh, what you you know. And if there's something you're needing to add, um, I would suggest you add whatever that would be. Take the time to uh, to do that that creative work, so that it's added and And again, if you're if you're talking about you have values that you think are very important, Christian values, um, uh-huh. consider yes. what kind of storyline, what kind of work you would want to illustrate, because that could be very appealing to all kinds of ministries. But they need to see it. They need to see your work. Uh And and, um, I I want to encourage you because I think of all these people who have, some people think, oh, well, yeah, but my age. Listen, um, age has brought you experience, and you can... You can understand much more about life than a young, young, young person, and uh, be relevant because of your age. And I, I remember years ago looking at all these things that people did who were um, way up in years, and it was really impressive when you when you realize uh, that that those who Made their mark when they're 80 years old, uh, you know, do, doing things that are you, you just think, what? Not that you know, and I don't have that in front of me. I had I used to have a list of phenomenal, and I've, I've got it somewhere, but I don't know where. I put it, where I put it right now, but um, I remember, um, you know, all the way from Colonel Sanders. Um, you know, for for chicken and just a number of people who just were extraordinarily uh, productive in the latter years of their lives, and um, or at least ages that most people think, well, you know, that person would be uh, in in no way contributing, and yet. God, you know, if you're if you are saying God, I'm willing to do whatever you want me to do, and now part of that preparation, we're going to be sending you, by the way, our material on employment, because there may be a number of things in that material that can really help you. I rarely talk about it, but it is excellent. It gives all kinds of practical. It's it's ultra practical on unemployment, and um, specifically uh, what to do when you're contacting people, uh, potential employers, and uh, it'll, it'll be, uh, if, if there's anything there that uh, can can help move you forward, um, I think that that's going to be uh, hugely helpful. Some people, yeah, in fact, uh, are, are there... Some people um, go to, there, there can be an employment agency, but I I, I think, uh, no, you know, there are all kinds of art departments, and you know this, in all these schools. Well, if you were to find what do they suggest for outlets for their students... Um, that would be worth it. That would be worth your while to find out. Okay, how do you help all these students, young? But the, you know they're not experienced like you are. So, what would be? Uh, and and that means um, you you could um, make an appointment uh, or seek to talk to somebody in an art department and just explain what you're doing and what and um, ask their advice some some people are willing to help others are not
4: but I'd, I'd, I'd have to brush up on my computer skills that's what I'm I'm, I'm lacking in computer skills I, I do everything number two pencil and freehand.
1: well no. that uh, that but can I'd be very attractive I can do
4: calligraphy and writing
1: yeah yeah well that's always very attractive um i obviously it it may be even uh sometimes if you are willing to volunteer like that let, let even let's even say your church or someplace but just you know say i have this ability do you um, would you like for me to ever do anything for the church? You can, no particu- my, my
4: church had the uh, production of Lion King on not too long ago. Wow. And they had hand-painted hand, hand all the backdrops.
1: Whoa. That is, that's
4: something I could have gotten gotten into, but I didn't know it till it was too late.
1: Well, be sure to let them know that you but, are They do another
4: production uh, in the spring. Uh, they know that I'm uh, volunteered and I'm artistic. Okay. So because I haven't shown because... kind of them any of my work yet. Wow. But
1: well, huh? you definitely want to show them your work because uh, I want
4: to get my resume, resume on 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 a disc, okay. so I can share it with the world. I'm not afraid no more.
1: You know the the Lord is very specific about when he created us. He says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Amen. So I would let um I want you to write down that scripture. It's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven.
4: Twenty nine eleven. Twenty nine
1: eleven. Jeremiah, yes.
4: Yeah and yeah, it's one of my favorites.
1: That it's it's wonderful because you see that... And so you just say, Lord, you know that I'm willing to be, be wherever you want me to be and do whatever you want me to do and become whatever you want me to become. And because technically we are owned by the Lord when we become authentic Christians. We are bought with a price. And he says glorify God with your body so you glorify God with your talent and many times again you do things you volunteer and then you people see what you can do other people then can uh, benefit and say boy I really like what he did Um, I need somebody who can do that and that's just part of uh, being used by God, and um, I will. By the way, there'll be ten scripture memory cards, uh, ten scripture uh, scriptures to memorize at the end of the employment lesson, and I think hmm. you will want to take those into your heart.
4: Benefit from those,
1: and you'll you'll really appreciate those. I like serve wholeheartedly. As if you were serving the Lord, not people, because you know the Lord will reward each one for whatever good they do. So there will be scriptures like that that will encourage you. And, uh, you know, as, Amen. as long as you have life, you have opportunity to. And God, oh. he, he, he chose to keep you alive. You had a stroke, but as you know, you're there's improvement and so continue on my friend and thank you heavenly father i do pray you would guide very exactly to where you would have him find expression thank you that you love him and that you have a plan for him in jesus name we pray amen
0: we will send the keys for living called employment, getting the right job, and keeping it. Send that out to tonight's caller, Barry, and we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org donate, and we thank you for that. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.